presented by TikTok. Good morning, Playbookers. I'm Rogu Monovalin. If you work at Compass Coffee, Vox Media, Etsy, Roku, Vimeo, or any of the other companies with deposits at Silicon Valley Bank, you are waking up this morning with welcome news. Here are the big things we're watching on Monday, March 13th. After a white-knuckle weekend for pretty much every tech company I've ever heard of, you can be confident that payroll will be met, checks will clear, and your company will have access to every cent of its SBB deposits, not just the FDIC-insured limit of $250,000. After federal agencies stepped in Sunday evening to backstop the failed bank and attempt to stem a burgeoning crisis among the nation's medium-sized banks. If you're a banker, investor, financial regulator, Biden administration official, or business owner, you might still be plenty nervous. While Sunday's announcement was aimed at restoring faith in the banking system, the early word Monday is that the markets might not be as reciprocating. Another big regional bank, First Republic, that has similar issues as SBB and has come under close scrutiny over the past week, saw its shares drop precipitously in early trading. Global stock markets are also trending downward amid fears. As Jane Patrick Barnard observes for Bloomberg, the containment measures taken so far won't solve the core problem of some banks. That would suggest that the federal government's emergency moves last night could be just the beginning, not the end, of Washington's response. To recap, here's what the Treasury Department, the Federal Reserve, and the FDIC have already announced. 1. All of SVB's depositors will be able to access all of their money as of this morning. Keenly aware of the unpopularity of bank bailouts, an issue that scarred the first year of the Obama-Biden administration in 2009, the Biden administration is taking pains to note that no losses associated with the resolution of Silicon Valley Bank will be borne by the taxpayer. Here's a question then, how can that be true? Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, Fed Chair Jerome Powell, and FDIC Chairman Martin Grunberg note that any losses to the deposit insurance fund to support uninsured depositors will be recovered by a special assessment on banks, as required by law. It is worth noting that yes, those costs are ultimately borne by bank shareholders or more likely customers. And what about the bad apples at SBB? The trio said shareholders and certain unsecured debt holders will not be protected. Senior management has also been removed. Step number two, banks with SVB-like problems will have a new federal lender to help them. The Bank Term Funding Program. SVB's problem was that it had too much of its money invested in long-term treasuries and mortgage-backed securities that tanked in value as the Fed raised interest rates over the last year. As customers, mostly tech companies that were having trouble getting loans, began withdrawing money, SVB started selling off its bonds at a major loss. When the bank revealed last week that it was having trouble keeping up and had to raise money, SVB's customers panicked and there was a run on the bank that led to its quick collapse. There are other banks that may have the same problem. To make sure they don't suffer the same fate, the BTFP will allow them to access loans with generous terms. Instead of having to sell off their interest rate ravaged treasuries, they will be allowed to use them as collateral for a loan at their original value. 
This is a very friendly policy for eligible banks, which is the whole point, and the program will likely come under fire. This line, in the Wall Street Journal's write-up of the news, caught our attention. The new lending programs didn't include restrictions on compensation for bank executives. Step number three, New York-based Signature Bank, which suffered a run on Friday, was closed and will get the same treatment as SVB. Interestingly enough, the bank has some notable political connections. Former Representative Barney Frank, of Dodd-Frank fame, sat on its board, and according to the New York Times, Signature lent money to Jared Kushner and helped finance Mr. Trump's Florida golf course. Signature's problem was more about crypto than interest rates. It was a banking destination for crypto companies, and its depositors had been gradually pulling their money out since the collapse of FTX. But then depositors freaked out over SVB's collapse. Frank told the Wall Street Journal, It was an SVB-generated panic. We were fine until the last couple hours on Friday. Biden will speak this morning about the actions he signed off on last night. The reaction from Republicans so far has been fairly predictable. Members of the responsibility wing of the GOP have been supported. Senator Mitt Romney tweeted this last night, right decision. Representative Patrick McHenry, chairman of the House Financial Services Committee, had this to say, I have confidence in our financial regulators and the protections already in place to ensure the safety and soundness of our financial system. GOP presidential candidates didn't rush to put out statements. But before the Biden administration announcement last night, Nikki Haley warned taxpayers should absolutely not bail out Silicon Valley Bank, while Florida Governor Ron DeSantis blamed SVB's collapse on wokeism run amok. He said yesterday on Fox News, this bank, they're so concerned with the DEI and politics and all kinds of stuff. A lot of conservatives will be looking to the Wall Street Journal editorial page for guidance. And in a piece this morning headlined the Silicon Valley Bank bailout, the journal is warning that the guarantee for depositors at SVB and Signature is misguided. Finally, there's lots of speculation about how SVB's collapse will affect the Fed's inflation-fighting efforts. As the Wall Street Journal reports, there are signs the markets are expecting at least a pause in its interest rate hike campaign. Over the weekend, the dollar weakened against key foreign currencies, and Goldman Sachs issued a research note last night predicting no rate increase at the Fed's meeting next week, though the bank does expect more hikes later this year. Here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House at 9.50 a.m. Eastern. President Joe Biden will depart the White House to head to San Diego, California. At 4.30, Biden will participate in a trilateral meeting with Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese and British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak. At 5 p.m., Biden will deliver remarks on the AUK-US partnership. Afterward, bilateral meetings with Sunak and Albanese. It's worth noting that President Biden plans to announce an AUK-US nuclear-powered submarine deal between the three countries. And at 9.45, Biden will participate in a DNC reception in Del Mar, California. The House and the Senate are out today. Other things to circle on your calendar. Today, former President Donald Trump makes a campaign stop in Davenport, Iowa. Michael Cohen testifies before a Manhattan grand jury investigating Trump. On Tuesday, February consumer inflation numbers are released. 
On Wednesday, OMB Director Shalonda Young appears before the Senate Budget Committee, and the Senate takes an initial vote on former LA Mayor Eric Garcetti's nomination as ambassador to India. On Thursday, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen appears before the Senate Finance Committee. On Saturday, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson, and Tim Scott appear at a Palmetto Family Council Forum in Charleston, South Carolina. And on Sunday, the House Republican Issues Conference kicks off in Orlando, Florida. All right, for more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Munavalin. Have a good week. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. TikTok is building systems that are tailor-made to address concerns around data security, overseen by U.S.-based teams specifically tasked with managing all access to U.S. user data and securing the TikTok platform. We're committed to protecting your personal data while still providing you with the global TikTok experience you love. To learn more, visit tiktok.com safety.